0: Hey there, Lisa Schwartz here. Welcome to my podcast, Teach and Talk with Lisa, where we are unpacking biblical principles with everyday words and applying them to our everyday lives. Hey guys, I hope you are enjoying this month's series on Mental Emotional First Aid. We're talking about how to come into the fullness of our God design and how we think, how we feel, how do we understand habitual feeling, habitual thinking, triggered reactions, how do we get to the root of those things, change from the inside out and begin to really change patterns in our life so that we can be walking in the fullness of who we are designed to be and conquer our purpose our desires, our passions, our dreams. I want you to be the best you can be personally. I want you to be the best you you're designed to be professionally. So this entire series is meant to come alongside you and walk with you through into in the fullness of your um, mental and emotional thinking and feeling and walking and living life. If you haven't been keeping up, you're going to want to go back and watch how to form a habit, how to be self-aware, the power of your emotions, And the power of your core beliefs, where I kind of walk you through. We're taking a look at our pattern over here and we're moving backwards, pushing through what is the emotion behind that pattern? What is the thought behind that pattern? What is the message behind the emotion or the message behind the thought? What is the core value? How are my core values established? And today we're taking a look at. Are your core values, is your belief system just BS? So we hear a lot about limiting beliefs core lies, things that keep us from moving forward, Um, there is nothing more frustrating than having a vision, seeing a dream, trying to move forward into that, whether it's in your professional life or whether it's just in your personal life. You're trying to overcome an addiction. You're trying to overcome rejection. You're trying to overcome jealousy. You're trying to overcome um, anger. Maybe you're trying to get to that next level in your business. You're trying to uh, basically conquer that next goal and you feel stuck. You feel like I keep circling the same stupid mountain over and over again. And this is all relevant to that and really getting to the core of why do I do the things that I do? More importantly, why do I feel stuck in patterns that I'm trying to change? How do I become the person I want to be? More importantly, the person I am designed to be in Christ. So today we're going to be really talking about how to identify whether or not my belief system is just a bunch of BS. The next episode we're going to be talking about then how do I shift, how do I change those core lies into truths so that I can begin walking in my fullness. Now, I often like to tell people, you don't know what you don't know. Um, In other words, you could be living a lie, and you don't know it. Um, In the scriptures, in John chapter 8, Jesus comes to um, the people of Jerusalem, the Israelite nation, and he says, uh, You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. And they said, Well, when have we ever been in captivity? Um, Which is hilarious from the outside because, of course, the entire Israelite history is them being in captivity to the Assyrians, the Babylonians. At that particular time frame, they were actually in Romanian captivity. And so um, they did not recognize that they were in captivity because it's all they ever knew. So something that is um, our normal can actually be a lie, but we don't know it. So if it's what we've always experienced, if it's what our system has always spoken to us, it is our normal, it is common to us, and so we don't recognize it as a lie. So remember, we've talked a lot about how your system plus your experience equals your belief system or your core beliefs. Well, again, what our system and our experience could actually be lies, And they become um, a part of our belief system, but we don't recognize it as a lie because it's the only thing we know. It's our only frame of reference. Um, And so I use that terminology a lot with my clients in looking at the frame of reference and how that frame of reference becomes the standard by which we identify what is true and what is a lie. But the reality is your reality, Your experience, your system does not always equal what is true. So I want you to write that down. My reality does not always equal what is true. Your feelings do not always equal what is true. Your own opinion is, isn't always what is true. What you're experiencing is not always necessarily true. So this is an important concept because we're searching for what is truth. How do I discover the standard, a true foundation that I can stand upon? So let me give you an example of how your system plus your experience could actually be equaling a core lie or just a bunch of BS. So an example, your mom was very self-conscious about her appearance and your dad talked a lot about weight. He would make fun of people who were heavy. Um, He would talk about uh, the outfits that you're wearing, whether or not you looked good or you didn't look good. These are very realistic examples. you now struggle with your weight as an adult and you feel just kind of yucky or unattractive uh, when you're up a few pounds maybe after the holidays when you put on a couple of pounds and you feel just kind of yucky unattractive and that affects um your how you're feeling about yourself it affects ultimately uh, your behavior your attitude maybe you catch yourself feeling irritable uh, kind of snippy with your spouse or with your friends and at the core of that, it's because you just aren't comfortable in your own skin. So the core belief here is that your value or your worth is directly connected to how you look. More specifically, how you, um, how much you weigh. Um, now you may not recognize that, but some of the steps we've been walking through over these last couple of episodes is to help you kind of navigate to discover this core belief, which is actually just a bunch of BS. It's your core lie. It's a limiting belief that keeps you from moving forward in your fullness because you're bound by this lie that your appearance is directly connected to how well you will be accepted and ultimately how well you will be loved, your value, your worth. So when I talk about your value or your worth, we're talking about how I connect acceptance and how I connect love. So it seems right to you because it's what you've always known. It's your frame of reference um, to the point that you can't even recognize that it is a lie. Now, to me, on the outside, I can recognize that it's a lie because that's not the frame of reference. Remember, I've had a different system. I've had different experiences. And so my belief system is different than your belief system. Um, And so I can recognize that as a lie, but you're unable to. So this is just an example of how um, your belief system could actually be BS and you don't recognize it. So how do we learn how to recognize what is a lie and what is truth? Um, We have learned how to discover what your core beliefs are. We have learned how they were developed. Again, these are in your past episodes. But how do we know if they are just BS? Um, Well, the reality is when we say your system plus your experience um, equals your core beliefs or your belief system, the reality is 2 plus 2 is always going to equal 4. The only way to change uh, the outcome is to add something to the equation. So 2 plus 2 is always going to equal 4, but 2 plus 2 plus 1 now equals 5. So what we want to do is we want to add something into the equation. So what we do is we insert Jesus into the equation. Now, your inclination is going to be to add the opinion of your friends, the opinion of the world, maybe your own intellectual opinion. Maybe you're going to get information and you're going to study up on acceptance and love and you're going to try to um, insert the philosophies of the world the traditions of the world your friends opinions maybe you try and insert your spouse's opinion into this um, in order to change your belief system and Let's be honest, that's exhausting because those are moving targets. Um, Your friend may say one thing um, and your spouse may say another thing. And then you have your own voice in your own head and you still have the voice of your parents from your past in your head. And so now you have all these conflicting um, add-ins that you're trying to add into the equation in order to bring you into a, a core belief system that is true, that is founded. Um, that you can stand on is not faulty it is not a faulty foundation or a false belief so uh, I like to take you back to Colossians 2 8 so I'm going to read this passage to you because this is a core passage um, that we really need to have an understanding it says see to it that no one takes you captive To be captive means I'm stuck in this place. I feel trapped. So when we talk about habitual behaviors, habitual thoughts, I feel trapped in this behavior. I feel trapped in this thought. I feel trapped in this emotion. And again, we've navigated all the way back to this core belief that I feel like has built a faulty foundation that now keeps me stuck in this pattern. So I feel captive, enslaved, stuck in this place. This is saying see to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition and the elemental spiritual forces, which in other words, a lot of places it says basic principles of the world rather than on Christ. So now we have two foundations that are being offered to us. The world's foundation, which depends on human tradition, elemental spiritual forces, uh, in other words, powers of darkness, principalities of darkness, or the basic principles, people's opinions, deceptive deceptive philosophy, the things that we try to intellectually learn in order to shift core beliefs. They're hollow. They take you they take you captive. That is the one thing that is being offered to us. And on this side we it says rather than on Christ. It goes on it says for in Christ is the fullness we are looking for our fullness. We are looking to be complete and to feel complete. It is saying it is the fullness of the deity lives in his bodily form. And in Christ, you have been brought to fullness. A lot of versions say you find yourself complete. I don't know about you, but I'm looking to feel complete, satisfied, whole, full, I don't want to be lacking in anything. I don't want my mind to be lacking. I don't want my emotions to be lacking. We're getting to the root of why do I behave the way I behave? Because I feel a lack in my life. I feel a lack of love. I feel a lack of acceptance. I feel a lack of confidence. I feel a lack of courage. Whatever it is that is at the core of why I have these triggered habitual thoughts, emotions, and behaviors. Then it goes on. It says he, meaning Christ, is the head of over every power and every authority. So what has happened is we've allowed these core beliefs to have power over us, we've given them the authority to define who we are in a moment and therefore that begins to navigate our behaviors. So remember, we're not just dealing with the behaviors on the outside, we're moving all the way back to take a look at why do I do what I do, not just what do I do, not just how can I change them, but why. Why do I do these things? And we're taking a look at how do we discover if these things are founded on lies. So where do we find our truth? We find our truth in Christ. Why? Because He designed you and I. God designed us before the foundations of the earth. And we find the truth of who we are designed to be in our creation, in our design. This is your plumb line. To who you are designed to be. The Bible tells us in Amos that God is the plumb line. They use a plumb line to kind of de- to establish uh, what is straight, what is up and down, in order to make sure they build a foundation of a house that has integrity and is straight. It is founded, it is sure. That's what they use a plumb line for. So God is saying, I am the standard upon which you would build your life, your attitude, your belief system that is filled with integrity and it is not Faulty, not a faulty foundation. That's what it means when it says God is your plumb line. He is the measure of truth and what we must compare our belief system to. So the truth, his truth will expose your lies. His truth have exposed lies in my life. This is why Jesus is often called the light of the world. The Bible says the spirit of the Lord is like a lamp and it searches the inmost being. So in other words, your system Plus your experience plus Jesus begins to equal a paradigm shift in your life. If you remember, we talked about how your system, how there's a paradigm in your life that you walk in um, and your core beliefs predetermine that, that uh, paradigm that you walk in. Remember we said your core belief predetermines you, how you perceive, what your perspective is, ultimately the paradigm that you walk in. Well, we want to cause a paradigm shift. So when we insert Jesus, His opinion, His standards, what He has to say, bring the voice of God into all those voices that you have going on into your head. That is what begins to cause a paradigm shift in your life. When the Bible says that the yoke of the Lord is easy and His burden is light, this is the ease that we want to come into. It's very difficult to change habitual patterns. I want a paradigm shift to be caused in my life because I'm coming into the understanding the truth of who I am designed to be. I'm giving you a lot of information today, a lot of things that I want you to really take back and begin to allow some of these concepts, some of these truths to search you and so that you can change from the inside out. So let's go back to that experience um, that we talked about in regard to my appearance and my love uh, the love that i've given my acceptance being directly connected to my appearance my system screamed the value of my appearance my experience um, has screamed the value of my appearance it's been directly connected to my appearance therefore my acceptance is directly connected to my appearance remember i came up with that core belief But when I insert Jesus and his truth in here, now this is where we're going to, and I'm going to walk you through this in the next episodes. How do I make decisions? How do I declare what is true? How do I do what is true versus how I'm feeling, what I, what I have believed my whole life. So here are some truths that scripture tells me. Ephesians 1 says, I have chosen you before the foundations of the earth, meaning God has chosen me, meaning he has accepted me. He's brought me into his team. You are the apple of my eye. It says that in the book of Psalms and in Zechariah, meaning God can't take his eye off of you. He finds you beautiful. He is enamored with your design. It says in Psalm 139, you are fearfully and you are wonderfully made. Now, I'm giving you some truths. Remember, we want to bring in, instead of the basic principles of the world, we're bringing in the principles of Christ now by inserting scripture. Alright, so now that we have exposed that that belief system that my appearance directly equates to how well I will be accepted, how well I will be loved, ultimately my value now we've exposed that that statement is actually BS. That belief system that I have been living according to my entire life is a lie. And so now what do I do with that? So we're going to be talking about that in the next episode. I'm going to leave you hang, hanging there. Um, but today I wanted you to understand how do I insert Jesus in into every equation. I have to be able to come up with that equation. My system plus my experience has equaled this core belief. And I want to know, is this core belief actually BS, this belief system? So I'm going to give you an assignment. Um, In fact, I'm probably going to record um, a video kind of demonstrating this assignment for you because sometimes we teach you how to do things, but I think the best way to teach is by demonstration. But I want you to go to Ephesians 1, 13, or I'm sorry, Ephesians 1, 3 through 14. So verses 3 through 14. And it says a lot of things like he has chosen us, he has redeemed us. Um, But instead of the us, I want you to read it with the word me. So I want you to personalize it. Now, what I'm going to demonstrate for you is how to look in the mirror and put your name in it. So then you're going to read it a second time and you're going to say, For example, Lisa, Jesus has chosen you before the foundations of the earth. Okay, so you're going to look at yourself and you're going to begin to declare what is true. Because remember, I want you to be set free from the captivity of your faulty belief system and brought into the truth of the belief system of Jesus. What does God say about you? So, this passage is just a really good passage that just hits a bunch of truths about how God looks at you. And I want you to begin to shift your core beliefs to where you are in agreement with how you view yourself. This is how we begin to change the patterns in our life by changing the way I think and the way I feel about who I am. All right. In the meantime, if you have not read the, my book, Enforcing You, it spells out all of these things. Everything that I'm giving to you is actually just from one chapter of an entire book. So I would love you to be more equipped to walk in your fullness and your God design, walk in your purpose perf- personally and professionally. So get a copy of that book. If you're interested um, in booking a discovery call with me, if you're thinking, man, maybe I, I could engage with in life coaching or some counseling, book a discovery call. I would love to connect with you. In either way, remember this, enforcing purpose, it starts with you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. You can also find me on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, or you can check out my other podcast show, Enforcing Purpose with Lisa Schwartz. For general information or resources, head to my website at www.lisa-schwartz.com. Thanks for listening.